Welcome to Conversations with Toy, a blogcast tackling life one episode at a time. This is the time to air out life's craziest moments. This space is all about speaking about life's hang-ups and ways in which we can leave better than when we started. Topics are all about ways we can find space to be better in life, love, mental space and health. Happy Friday. I am so grateful to just be with you for another Friday. Welcome to Conversations with Toy. I am your podcast host, uh, Toy of Conversations with Toy. And I am so grateful. I always say that every episode because I really am. You guys are just amazing. Um, Last week, you guys showed up and showed out. And so just to say a special thank you for everybody who listened to last week's episode, for everyone who downloaded the episodes, you guys are just amazing in every way. So I'm super grateful for that. This week has been rough, so let's get into it. We have our guest podcast host, JJ Ramberg of Good Pods. She is here to give you the the information about her journey with just creating a podcast uh, player. And I'm sure you're familiar with a podcast player. It gives you the ability to listen to your podcast. And the beautiful, unique thing about Good Pods, and we'll talk about that a little later, is that it's more personable. You're able to do a lot more with this podcast player than you are with a lot of other ones. I highly recommend it. And we'll, and you'll get to know why I do because there's so many you know podcast players that say they're going to do certain things, but Good Pods actually delivers. So we'll get into that interview with JJ a little later in the episode. But I do want to talk about something that is extremely important to me. If you've been following my journey, you know very well that I've talked about mental health issues. I've talked about, you know, uh, therapy. I've talked about all these different levels of anxiety. Uh, We even have guests that come on. And every guest, for the most part, I try to talk about some form of self-care because self-care is extremely important. Remember, self-care isn't just about bubbles and taking bubble baths and getting your nails done or going to the hair salon. A lot of it is just recognizing the things that you need at any given moment. But even in the midst of taking care of yourself and employing yourself into self-care, there are even moments where you can be like me and be like the self-care queen, but even in the midst of that, struggle very deeply and have setbacks and have moments when you just don't always get it right. And I'm going to share that with you this week. Why does that even make any sense to share that? Because in sharing that, I feel like that's going to help somebody else somebody else who's going to be who may be struggling someone else who may be thinking that they are supposed to have it all together but then they realize that they do not every person regardless of how much you employed self-care no matter how much you uh, you're into therapy and you do all of the right things mental health care is just one of those things that have their highs and they have their lows and when i used to have these low moments they would be so overtaking like i could not reshift my mindset. I would get so overwhelmed. And then I would stay in that moment. Like they would have these big low moments would be so long. Now, again, depending on where you are in your journey, you may be able to bounce back from a low moment within a few days, within a few hours, within a few months, within a few weeks, everybody is completely different. 
I will say that I have gotten a lot better with able to deal with those low moments and have been able to bounce back a little quicker. But there have been times in my past where that has not always been the case. And sometimes you don't even realize that it's even happening because you think that you're doing all of the things that are right. And so if you're listening, you're saying to yourself, well, that's me. You are not alone. Like, let me say that right off the bat. You are not alone. You're not the only person that deals with that at all. It is something that a lot of people deal with and they go through and they suffer really in silence. The reason why that this blog and my blog that started seven years ago even got started was the fact that I was honest about those moments because people were already, listen, if you've ever had a mental breakdown and for the other people, it's one of the most embarrassing things that you can go through because you're seeing, you know, you know, people have seen you at your absolute worst. And let me just be honest. There were people that talked about it because they didn't realize what was going on. There were people who kikied about it because to them it was just like, oh, there she goes. You know, and I used to carry the shame and the guilt of being embarrassed by that and knowing that people knew of my vulnerability, had seen me in lights that maybe most of the people in my life had not seen. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't even think my best friend has even seen me in that 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 negative light, like not in that lowest of points. Like a lot of people don't always get to see you in that. And so for the few people who did, listen, there were some people that were super supportive and some people who still support me to this day, but literally have no idea of the conversations that had come back to me. And during those times when my mental health was an A1, I struggled with that. You know, you struggle with people knowing that you're going through this moment because some people will use it against you, even if it's indirectly or directly. Listen, when you have your mind right, you can see people for who they really are. And a lot of people who think that they, you know, they say that they have your back and in an end will not. And it's a lonely journey sometimes when you feel like you're the one or the only one that is going through this. And especially if you're a group of friends and you're the only one that seems to continue to keep having these moments happen, it's over well mean. And that's exactly why I share that. And I share that quite often. And I speak very openly about it because again, you know, now in these last few years, it's been okay to talk about mental health. Seven to nine years ago, nine, yeah, seven to nine years ago when I was in the trenches of it, it was taboo. It was something that had to be really discreet about only big celebrities here and there would talk about it. You know, it wasn't something that was gainfully a thing. It wasn't a trigger word. It wasn't a hashtag. It was none of those things. And if it was, and I definitely was removed mentally from even recognizing that. And I'll be the first to say that. But what I will say is in the midst of my lowest moments, it was just downright uncomfortable. I felt isolated. And in a lot of ways I was, if somebody else had not been through that and have never experienced that, the only thing they can do is say, I'm praying for you, right? I hope you get better. I'm here for you, right? Those, those things that we say. And a lot of times we say it because it's the right thing to say, not because we're truly going to support someone through those moments, not truly because we're even going to lift up a prayers. And it's just the way people work. It is what it is. And so this week, this week was a struggle. So this week I, I experienced burnout and a lot of creators go through those periods of burnout. And I was watching this or reading this meme coincidentally, right? This week that said that when you're experiencing burnout, check to see what practices that you have or what things that you're doing or the ways in which you move in the in your life that may need to be changed. Meaning for me, I'll just speak for myself. 
is there a no that needs to be exercised a little bit more in and saying no to events or saying no to like your your capability and and tapping out when you're when you need to is it a rest situation where you feel like you're getting rest but you're not allowing your body to truly rest in a restful state meaning you can go and take a nap and feel good for a moment but true rest comes with peace and if you're not walking in that peace and allowing that rest and peace to kind of collide with one another, sometimes the little bit of sleep that you do get or being more intentional about your rest, you may not fully be into it. This week alone, I've noticed several times where I've fallen asleep on the couch and we've, listen, do not think that if you fall asleep on the couch that you're experiencing burnout. Listen, tired is tired. And for me personally, if I'm not physically moving, I will sleep. I can sleep standing up. It is a thing. But when you're experiencing burnout, you're not intentional about your, your sleep. You're not intentional about it at all. You know, I have been very intentional in the past to make sure that I try to go to bed at a certain hour when I'm not at events to get that rest, to make sure that I'm getting my eight to 10 hours to go to bed in my actual bed, you know, to start my nighttime routine and make sure I do that, you know, and get all that situated. But this week was a struggle. I didn't do my nighttime routine. I didn't read a book. I didn't have that 15 minutes of quiet and making sure that my cell phone is away from the bed and making sure that I just do those little things that people take for granted, but it means a lot. Like having a wake up routine or having a nighttime routine is truly something that I believe everybody should tap into. But this week was not that week. So therefore, when I recognized it, it was already too late. I was already in the throths of like true burnout, overly tired, extremely agitated. And sometimes for me, burnout also can mirror a depressive moment. Now I deal with episodic depression, which means that when something mirrors something that I've experienced it before, it can make me feel like whatever those feelings that I experienced before are like more magnified and it's going to happen again. And I've recognized that my therapist has been amazingly beautiful in helping me to see that and then I also have an emergency plan. Now, an emergency plan is after you feel like you're pretty much engulfed in whatever mental health state that you're in, It's a, for me, it's a five-step plan that says do one, then try two, then go to three, four is danger, five is get help immediately. I got to step two and gratefully, gratefully, I was able to recognize it and do the things that I needed to do to pull it back. Now, another part of that is also sending an email to my uh, therapist once I get to level two and letting her know, you know, what's happening. And then she emailed me back with some suggestions to do as well, which let me say was beautiful that she was able to do so. And in the same token, made me feel like I was in control and also made me feel completely and utterly supported. Now, a lot of people have talked to me all week and probably said to themselves as they're listening to this podcast, I talked to you all week. You never mentioned it. You didn't say anything. You didn't do any of those things. I often don't because I, in my, in my plan, I can, it's not that I can't, it's that I feel more comfortable executing my uh, emergency plan with the people that I need to execute that with. And you may be thinking to yourself, well, I was not a part of that plan. Probably not. 
And the reason is, is that I need specific people to be aware of what it is that I'm going through. And I need the specific people who have proven to me that they're able to help to adjust. I can't hear whatever's when I'm in the middle of an emergency plan. I can't hear, girl, you're doing too much. I can't hear things like, mm, that ain't really your thing. I cannot and will not tolerate that type of talk conversation because those are triggers for me they will spiral me they are words that will not encourage me to become better they're not the type of mindset that i can be around i can't hear people um like in, in the midst of this i can't when i'm in the middle of something like this I can't help anybody else. I can only do the things that I can to help myself. And I don't feel guilt about that. There are friends who go through things and there are times when I give the best advice and then there are times when I'm like, nah, I can't do that. And so it took a, it took about two days and then I was able to pull, you know, not necessarily pull myself out, but just using the tactics and the things that I've learned, I was able to get past that. And getting past it, I don't even want to say the word getting past, I was able to get on the other side of it and get ahead of how I was feeling. Burnout is real. Doing the most and doing a lot and being booked and busy is beautiful until you're booked and busy, right? And doing all the things is beautiful until you're in the midst of it and you realize like, oh my gosh, I have been neglecting myself to an extent. Now this Sunday, I did also go to the wellness refinery and I think that kind of started me to recognize the burnout. Let me tell you something. You have a near, you be having a moment with Jesus, whoever you serve, whoever name you want to put on there. When you're inside of a sauna for 45 minutes and you're listening to affirmation songs, like I made an affirmation playlist, you can listen to a podcast while you're in there or read a book, whatever you choose. For me personally, that quiet and that peace, that is what reminded me that I hadn't been taking care of myself to the fullest extent. That actually is what started to me to recognize that I was in the midst of a burnout. Because again, you could be going 24 seven and be on your bop and be out and about and not even realize it because your schedule is so packed, you know, that you don't even take the time to recognize that you're already in a state of frenzy and you don't realize it. At going to the wellness refinery, and if you want to read anything about my journey with the wellness refinery, it is an infrared sauna. You can sign up for either two 30 minute sessions, especially if you're new, or you can sign up for one 45 minute session as many times as you want during the week or month, however you decide. I went for one 45 minute session and just being in that pure quietness where I didn't have to hear my children, I didn't have to hear my husband, I didn't have to hear the world. I put, um, I had made a playlist and with that playlist, I was able to download it so that I can then pretty much put my phone on, um, airplane mode and I did not have to entertain a text message of uh, uh, any type of alert. It was the most beautiful thing. But again, that is when I realized at that moment that, okay, you really have let yourself not have more moments of like this. So you need to get it together. So if you're experiencing burnout, I don't want to talk about it 24 hours, but if you are experiencing burnout or if you deal with depression, or if you deal with anxiety, or any of these types of other mental wellness issues, I would say be clear about what it is that you need. Be very diligent in the things that you need. And don't wait until you've gotten to the point where you're sitting for somewhere quietly, and even in the quietness is like, it's it's pulling on you. Don't do like I did. Um, be clear on that. Make more quiet moments. Make more moments where you just shut the world out for just a few moments. Do more intentional with that. So I just put in some new play, uh, 
some new plans and some new uh, practices into my self-care journey um, that I plan to actually not plan, but I've already started to enact this weekend. I do have a few media events, but I'm telling anyone that's listening, that's a friend of mine, that's an acquaintance of mine, that's like, you know, there, I am telling you that if you invite me to anything from here until Tuesday, it's going to be a no. And the reason is why I have committed to some certain media events from Friday all the way through Monday. That is today, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's four days. I cannot, will not, and cannot refuse to add anything else to my schedule because a part of this journey is also being able to be clear to say no. So I won't be doing anything extra outside of whatever I need to take care of in my home, as well as the events that I've already committed to. Next week, I've already committed to making sure that the events are not as closely staggered together, and that is going to be helpful for me. Now, for you, for anybody else, that may sound harsh, rude, inconsiderate, all those things, but sometimes self-care is selfish, right? And it's okay to have those selfish moments where you recognize what you need and you put into place doing just that. Listen, if I, as a mother and my kids needed something, there's nothing in this world that I wouldn't stop doing to make sure that they had, right? So that type of tenacity is the same tenacity that I have to place to for my own personal self-care. If I knew that my kids were at school and they needed something and I needed to drive it to them, and even if I was in the middle of a meeting and I would most likely leave that meeting to make sure they had what they needed, right? Within reason. So why would I not take that same tenacity to make sure that my self-care and my health and my mental health is together? So this is the reason why I say, this is the reason why I always talk about these things because we need more people on the ground, meet more voices in the air that tells people that it's okay to do this. It's okay to take selfish time away from other people to give it to yourself to benefit the, the way that you move, the way that you think and the way that you live. So I'm grateful for that. Um, if you haven't seen the movie, The Batman, it's out today. Now, I have already seen it. I saw it last week for a special preview um, or premiere, I should say, and it's pretty good. Uh, there are going to be secrets. Some of the things that you have always thought about with the Batman and you've always thought about his parents or you've always thought about with people, other characters in the movie, I promise you, you need to just watch it. It is three hours. You know, it is three hours. That does not count um, the previews, but it's worth it. Like you really get to put it kind of all together. Like some of the missing pieces that didn't make sense and any of the other Batmans will make sense. So go ahead and watch that. It's great. Um, I enjoyed that. Uh, my husband and I went and I really enjoyed just watching it and, and seeing it. And then just, it was just amazing. So go ahead and watch it. That's the Batman. That's your Friday movie of the week. This week, I have um, actually have not had as many uh, cocktails or wines or anything like that because I wanted to make sure that my mind was clear. But today, since I'm in a better place, since my mind is clear, since I'm at a good spot, I am going to have a glass of white wine. Now, you might say to yourself, what glass of white wine? You know, I feel like I have so many. So I do have quite a few of white wines in my home because if you know anything about me, you know, wine is kind of like bay and uh we go together that's just it is what it is i can't help it it's just i love it it is what it is so tonight will be a glass of chardonnay because chardonnay is one of those refreshing glasses of wine that i really do enjoy and i'm going to enjoy that today i think i feel like i 
am at a place where it's, it's okay to have and I'm going to enjoy that glass of wine. I hope that whatever you choose for the weekend, and if you choose nothing at all, I'm here for that too. Everybody's journey is different. Do whatever is best for you, but do that and do it well. Um, this weekend, again, like I said, it will be a lot of media events that are going to be taking place. If you don't know, I'm a blogger and a lot of that requires not necessarily requires, but a lot of the times I get invited to a lot of media events, whether it's theater, whether it's, you know, a night out in town in Philadelphia, whether that's dinner. And, and when I talk about self-care, it's interesting because a part of that uh, journey is when I was a stay-at-home mom. A lot of people don't know. So when I was a stay-at-home mom, my husband is born, raised here in Philadelphia. I have only been here for the last 11 years. So when I first moved here, you know, I was in his city, around his friends, around his family. And that struggle to find your own voice, to find your own way, to find your own set of friends and your own, you know, network of people is not as easy as it sounds. And then on the top of that, I had a toddler and a newborn baby, and that was a struggle all within itself. So I've gotten to the point now where I've made my own, you know, friends. I've got my own little connections. I have my really a lot more connections when it comes to like restaurants and things like that in the city, probably more than my husband. And that's fine. It is what it is. And so, you know, I am grateful for those types of things. So that's why I enjoy going out. A lot of people think that I just go out because, you know, people are, are inviting me or, you know, it's comped or anything like that. That's a beautiful part of it as well. But a lot of it has to do with learning to get out and see life for what it is. And instead of sitting at home, complaining about the life that I've always envisioned, you know, sometimes you have to just simply live this life. You got to be able to live the life that you choose to live and the life that you choose that you've been desiring. Sometimes we desire it so much and then we finally get it. We don't even enjoy it. Not here, you know, with self-care and learning how to love myself and self-love. Like I'm enjoying the skin that I'm in and I enjoy the friendships that I'm making. Listen, I am not the type of person that will gravitate towards everybody. That's just not my thing. I actually am a very much a good reader of people a good, hopefully I would, I would consider myself a good judge of character. And so I am a watcher as a tourist. I'm going to watch you. I'm going to see what you're doing. I'm going to kind of fill you out. And then when I get comfortable, I enjoy that relationship. And so there's been a few friendships that I've been able to foster in that. And I've been able to really just you know, enjoy. And one of those people is my girlfriend, Elle, and we are going to have a great time tonight at one of these media events. Actually, we're going to see each other a lot this weekend. And I'm grateful, you know, you ever had just that one friend. And again, she's not my only friend. She's not the only person that I met at the media event that I gravitated towards. There's plenty others that I can shout out, but specifically I will be dealing and seeing her tonight. And so I can't wait. Um, and again, another part of like my self-care journey and, and mental health journey is just learning to be okay with enjoying and smiling and ha being happy. And that's something that I struggle with. And it took a long time a long time having to dig myself out from that little negativity land to get to that positivity, that little positive spot where you can enjoy life. You can see people for who they are, but there's also a little flip. So don't get it twisted when you think that people um, in the blogging world or, in, or an influencer or whatever, everybody has some junk. Every field has some junk and has some raggedy folks in it. And I, one of my pet peeves is I go out of my way to try to meet you know, and know at least everybody by face and try to put names. I hate, and I do my best to try not to do that is to call people by their handles 
because people are not just their handles. And what I mean by handles is their social media handles, right? I try my best to know people for who they are and truly get to know people for who they really are, their names, you know, who they are, the things that they like. That's how you get to know people. But in this field, there are people who will still call you by your handles, one. Number two, there are people who will sit right next to you and will never speak to you, never utter one word, never say hi. Even no matter how many times you say hi, they won't really speak back. It's kind of like a, a stuck up air about them. And then we'll get home and you'll post, you were both at the same event. And then they'll be like, hey girl, it's so good to see you. And I'm thinking, now how do I even respond to this? Because the reality is that this person didn't really say anything. Um, I try to keep a, a thick skin about it because some people could have the same level of nerves that I used to have when I would go to these media events, how you know overwhelming they could be to speak up to people or get to know people. That's a huge part of it. Another part of it is that some people, it's just that's just who they are. They just, you know, they are who they are and there's just no way of getting around that. I go by vibes. I go, I go by vibes. I don't really focus on a lot what people say because people's words and their vibes don't always match. Right. And that's one thing I had to learn when I first started to go to media events is that people's words and their vibes don't always match. And people don't vibes don't always match who they are on online. Like you'll see somebody and they're online and they're just like so bomb in person. And you're like, yes, this is exactly what I'm talking about. And then you'll meet some people who are amazing online and most horrible people in person. So, you know, even with life, that's just how the cookie crumbles. But today we have JJ Ramberg. She is the co-founder of Good Pods. Good Pods is your next and your only, really should be your only podcast player. It's going to give you everything that you need. Instead of people going, do you have any people on Twitter on every day? They say, I'm getting ready to listen to a podcast. Drop your podcast recommendations. Well, if you were on Good Pods, you wouldn't have to do that because Good Pods is going to not only show you friends who may be on the app so that you can follow them. It's almost like the Instagram of it's Instagram of a, of a podcast player. You see your friends, you follow them. You have, you know, your, your favorite podcasters, you can follow them. And in following them, you get to see what they're listening to and something may stir that you say, okay, let me see, let me give that a, a try. And you get to learn other podcasters. If you are a podcaster yourself, meaning you have your own show, you need to claim your show on good pods. You can build a community there and listen, Listen, we all need a coin, right? We all love to have our coins right or whatever the case may be. Keep in mind that people can tip you and give money. You know, they can, you know, give you money or whatever the case may be if their heart so desires right on the app without going through all the hoops of having a third party involved. So it literally is a way to build community. If you're looking to increase your shares and your and your listens and your downloads, it's a great way to do so. Interacting with other podcasters, maybe even exchanging, swapping um, podcasts with other people. I've seen people do that on the app because you can make it the best experience for yourself. And that's what makes it different from other podcast players. So without any further ado, I would like to welcome to the Conversations with Toy family, JJ Ramberg. All right. Thank you so much for being a part of this amazing. So, you know, just in case people don't understand, Women's History Month is very dear and near to me as a woman myself. 
to uplift other women. You know, sometimes we start projects or we have these business ideas that we want or we're working a business and we really don't know exactly how to go and take that first step. And we, it's always good to hear women from all walks of life talk about exactly how they may have gotten something started off the ground from starch or or if you're in the middle of something and you hit that, that little wall, that wall that says, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't know where to go. It's always good to hear from other women that talk about the things that they are doing. And today we have JJ, who is a part of Good Pods. And if you have never heard of Good Pods, you obviously are not following very closely to me. You know that I started this podcast really how, because of Good Pods. It's always good every now and again to slide into someone's DM professionally um, and just ask, like, I had nothing to lose, just simply asking a question, like, how do I get started? And from there, that's how the podcast actually began. Um, JJ has been such an uh, integral part of that. And so thank you. Thank you for that. Um, oh, thank you. You were one of the first people we talked to as well for Good Pods. So goes both ways. So talk a little bit about what is Good Pods. Like, what is it, what makes it different? Just talk about all the goodness that I know, I know personally about Good Pods. Oh, thank you. Okay, so hi, first of all, thank you for having me on your podcast. This, is, this really feels full circle to me. It's so fun to get to be on your show and hi, hi to everyone who's listening. So for anyone who is not familiar with Good Pods, I'll give you a quick summary, which is that it is a podcast player. You use it just like you would any other podcast player where you can play podcasts, search for them, save them, bookmark them, subscribe, et cetera. But the magic of Good Pods is that it solves the discovery problem. So when you're like, what happens to me? Like I'm going out for a run. I'm like, what do I listen to, right? That is all solved on Good Pods because on Good Pods, you can follow your friends and podcasters and experts to see what they're listening to. So if you picture like your Instagram feed or picture Twitter or Goodreads, right? It's just a feed of what your friends are listening to by episode. And so we've built community and we've solved discovery and it's, it's just this really amazing, fun app. Um, I love it. And I'm glad you do too. So, yeah. And if you are a podcaster and you of yourself and you're listening, you need to go on there and claim your podcast because that's how you build your community. It's really a great place to bring it all together between people who listen to podcasts or other podcasters. I can't tell you how many podcasters that I've been in communication with just from being on Good Pods because they'll see you on there and they'll see what you're listening to. And some people will send messages and say, oh, let's form a group. You can make groups on there according to your listening. Like there's a podcast for black uh, black podcasters. Um, I think I'm in this group that listens to like mystery ones. Like there's all kinds of, there's really nothing off the table. You can make a group for any type of level of listening and find your podcast bestie, I like to call it. It's really a great app. Oh yeah. Thank you. I mean, it's so fun for me because I was, as I said, one of those people who just couldn't figure out what to listen to. I keep going back to the same three podcasts, even though I knew there was all this other stuff out there. And now I'd like follow one friend who's really into crypto and I find another friend who's really into meditation and another friend who's really into science. And so I'm constantly getting sort of a steady stream of suggestions by episode again of things to listen to, which is great. So, you know, I can, depending on my mood, see what I want to listen to too. And I know they're good because they're coming from friends. Exactly. And so there's no more, when I see people and I know Good Pods does a great job. If you're on Twitter, make sure you follow Good Pods. They're on there. I love when I see people say, 
what are you listening to on a podcast? And I'll slide in or good pods will slide in and say, you should follow, you should be on good pods because you wouldn't need to ask that question because it's already resolved for you. The whole question of what should I be listening to? Who should I be following? What's the podcast of the week or month? Good pods literally tells you that each week, what are people listening to this week? What are people listening to this month? So it's really clearly I need to put you on my clearly I need to put you on my payroll. <laughs> Listen, I'm here for that too. So, um, but yeah, like it literally tells you exactly what it is. Those questions that you have, you don't really have to ask because it's gonna give you by category. It's it's everything you need that you can think about a podcast player and much more. And there's so many changes. Like sometimes I'll just go in just to see the changes because. Sometimes my phone is really disrespectful and it won't tell me, but when you go online and you're following them, good pots will tell you, look, we have made the following changes and I'll go on my phone and be like, why are you not changing? So then I have to, you know, give it a little bit quick nudge so I can see the changes as well, but it's all been good. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, we're constantly updating the app. You know, we release new features all based on what our community, all the users are asking us for. So yeah, keep keep checking because there's always something new on GoodPods. And a, and a great feature is that you can actually email you guys. Like we can email you at any given time and say something's not working. I've done that a couple of times and said, hey, did you know something's not working? Oh, thanks for telling us. Next thing I know, within a couple of hours, the team is on it and it's fixed or something is updated. It's really a back and forth. Instead of some companies or some players where they just make the changes and you just pray about it, you literally can just ask about it and somebody will be listening, like actually listening, put their ears to the ground to hear what it is that you may want. And not that everything is going to work out, but most of the time you guys are doing a great job of doing so. Oh, thank you. I mean, look, we started this for a couple of reasons. One was from the listener side where, again, I was explaining, I had a real problem with discovery and finding new podcast. So on the listener side, it was very simple, what problem we're solving. But also I had a podcast. I used to be an anchor with NBC News and I had a podcast, which did well, but I know in part it did well because I had this machine behind me, right? NBC News. Mm -hmm. And I, this was many years ago, but I just felt like, okay, here we go again, where creators, true creators who don't have these big machines behind them are not going to get discovered and they're not going to be heard. It's going to be the same voices rising to the top again. And so what can we do to help these creators get their voices out there and get heard? And, and so it's really part of the ethos of the company that we created. And as part of that, that means that we have to be listening to people. What do they need? How can we help them, right? If that's our, if our mission is to get podcasters more listeners, we need to listen to podcasters and we need to listen to listeners and as they tell us what tools they need. You do a good job of it. Like I said, tell the team that you guys are doing it. I mean, I personally love it. I, if you go on my Twitter feed, like I'm always talking about it, I'm always posting it. And anytime I post my episode, it always says, and listen to it here at Good Pods because I believe in it. It's not, it's not something that I'm just doing. I could have stopped like 20 miles ago, but I truly love it. So when you love something, it's naturally to share it. So it's all good. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. So we have a couple of questions. It is Women's History Month. And we know that women have always been doing most of the work, if not all of it, right? We've been doing a lot. A lot of the times, sometimes we don't get the recognition that we really should get. And this month, a lot of women-owned businesses are gonna need a push. They're gonna need somebody that's behind them that are gonna be like the good pods, cheerleaders behind businesses to kind of just push them up. And that's one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about Good Pods specifically. 
And also, because again, when I started, I had this dream of doing this podcast. It was a part of my business plan, right? I was going to do this podcast and I had no idea what to do. And again, I say this all the time. I literally slid in the DM and it just happened to work out. Then I didn't even realize because sometimes I'm slow like that, that I didn't realize that you had were connected to blog her and everyone knows that I'm part of she media as part of their partners. And so I didn't even know the connection to bring it together, but it's weird. It's not weird, but it's just how alignment works. When something is for you, you can't deny it. So what would be your piece of advice for another woman who may be trying to start a business or an idea? What would your advice be for her? Well, I, I mean, just to follow up on what you said is ask for help, right? And don't be shy about it. Um, and don't be shy about being vulnerable. And don't be shy about saying you don't understand something or you don't know something. Ask. People are really, um, uh, people like to help. I think it's sort of in all of our DNAs that we like to be helpful and we like to be needed. Now you might get someone who doesn't have the right time, you know, doesn't have time at that moment or something. So you'll probably get a lot of no's, but that's fine. You will get a hundred percent of no's if you never even ask in the first place. Right. So I, I think you're right. Just put yourself out there and know that, you know, you're smart and you're good at a zillion things. And just because you need help with this thing, it's fine. Like asking for help is really a strength. What has been your personal journey as far as with even with good pods, like trying to get that off the ground? And what has been your journey like behind the scenes, if you want to share just a few things that have helped you, like that really pushes you to, to do what you want to do with the vision of good pods? Like, how does that ignite you? How does that get you moving? Because I know you said you were anchored with NBC, like these different things have all come together to make this push for this amazing company. How did, how did that work behind the scenes for you? Yeah, well, you know, again, it went back to this whole idea of how do we raise more voices, right? And it, on, on a very practical level for me of how do I know what great content is out there? And then on a very kind of bigger picture level of we just need, we need more different voices out there being heard who don't have industry connections buckets of marketing dollars, right? So, so that, that's sort of like what drives me. And that's, you know, before, you know, long before when we launched this company, that, that's, that was kind of our motivating North Star here. Um, but the practical part of starting Good Pods is that we had this idea that there was a problem out there and we had this idea of Good Pods would be the solution. But I went and I talked to 700 people. I kid you not, I could show you my Excel sheet. 700 people from celebrities who had brought podcasts to the heads of big podcast agencies to you know a woman who listens to podcasts once a month or a woman who had like five people who listened to her podcast everyone to just ask them like here's what i'm thinking am I, do you believe do you believe in this too what do you think poke holes in my idea and so for us starting it it was literally just like listening 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 and then creating the product and i can attest cuz we you and i talked about what it is that would make sense like what makes sense when you're listening to a podcast what are the missing parts that you're missing and you were taking notes and i mean a lot of the things that we talked about <laughs> showed up in good pods like it showed up and it didn't go from a conversation to just like oh we just talked like it went from this is what we talked about and then this is how we solve it you literally solved that problem right off the bat so i was grateful for that um what has been some of your maybe struggles maybe in the early in the beginning like what's been your struggle 
Um, probably the biggest struggle we have, and this is totally common, anyone who's ever started anything will relate to this, which is simply we just can't launch stuff fast enough, right? So we have, you know, we have a roadmap that's a mile long, and I want it all done yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so, and so it, it's just the trying to understand what are our priorities? What's going to be the most important thing? Which should we launch first? How do we order this? Uh, and that's, that's just an on struggles, a hard word. I don't know if it's a struggle. It's just an ongoing issue that we always have to, to deal with. Um, it's just a struggle for me as one of the founders, cause I want everything done right away. You know, I, I see, I see what good pause is going to look like a year from now. And I want it now. And, and because this was not your, like, this was not creating this company wasn't maybe your first thought process in your in your career your career has taken several um short changing lanes what would you tell your younger self like what would you tell your younger self as you look back over the things that you've gotten to get to this point what would you tell your younger self um yeah because I've had a few I worked in news I've done other startups um I I, I would say, yeah, do do what you did. Everything you do is a tool in your toolbox. So my career was far from a straight line. It zigzagged a few times, but you know, you learn something from every experience that goes into the next one. That's amazing. And what are you looking forward to doing as we go ahead, like with the company or just in life? What are you looking forward to next? I'm looking forward to growing this company. So I think now we launched Good Pods. We really worked on, again, listening again to the community, building the product. And so now I'm I'm so excited about the product we built. And now I'm just excited to grow and get more and more people on Good Pods. If you had a mantra, what would be your, what would be your mantra for this year? Uh, so I have a mantra for every year. Actually, it's the same one. So my mom was a stay-at-home mom until she was in her late 40s um, and, and raised us, did a ton of volunteer work, and then started a company. And she was just like, my mom was amazing, and her company was very successful in the end. And she, from a young age, would tell all of us kids, she'd read The Little Engine That Could, right? I think Mm -hmm. I can, I think I can. And so she like instilled that (laughs) in us. And so that's kind of my mantra. Add to it though, I mean, now I'm a grown up and I'm not like, you know, a little train going up the hill. I also think about, you can't do anything. And so remember the things you can't do. Like, I think I can't, but know that, and this goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning, know that you can go ask for help. So I kind of think of, I think I can ask for help. I think I can identify where my holes are and I can go fill them by asking for help. Yeah, that's really how um, I've really pushed and found connections is just by asking. And people, if anything else, I know how to ask a question. Like I might not always get the answer that I want, but I'm going to ask it anyway, because you just never know who's in the room. Like you never know who is in a room that could help, or you may have something that you may, you quote unquote cannot do. But at the end of the day, somebody else is like, I have a resource that could help you with that. And that's always been my biggest thing, you know, especially when, you know, I started off this blog without even a laptop in the beginning. Like I didn't even have a laptop. I had blog on my cell phone for two years wow. before I got a laptop. And then from, I mean, I've got a new laptop in the last new year, but you know, like just simple little things like that, where it's like, some people don't have access to just simple 
simple things. And so I've always been like, listen, does anybody have an extra? Does anybody have something they're not using? Does anybody have a refurbished? Like just sometimes asking because a lot of times it's access to resources that becomes the problem. You got it. Yeah. And then you just put it out there. Sometimes it'll get answered, sometimes not, but always put it out there. That is so true. So let's talk about self-care. I know, you know, I'm a huge component of mental health care and self-care. So are there any things that you have been doing that this year or even just period that have helped you in maintaining good mental wellness? Um, you know, I think it is, it's nothing crazy. It's like making sure that I go and exercise at some point during the day, making sure I, for me, it's really, I, I feel good when I am organized. And so if I have a to-do list where I know what kind of all the things I need to accomplish are, and it, so that's how things don't get overwhelming to me, as long as I'm organized. I'll tell you the one thing I'm trying to focus on right now for self-care is getting to inbox zero, or at least inbox a hundred, because I honestly feel like that is like a weight on my shoulder when I go to my inbox and I see 1300 in there, it's too much. And so that's what I'm focused on at this very moment. Yes, I hate seeing those notifications. I hate seeing that number. It it's very irritating. And I'm an organized person too. So for me, organization is key. Like even now, just to come and do this podcast, like I have to organize things around me before I can just step into a creative space. I can't do that with the, it just, it has to all work together. It just has to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm like that too, but you know, with my mental health and it's working out is really being deliberate about spending time with my family and having family dinner or whatever, you know, everyone can't have family dinner, but it could be family ice cream or family breakfast or, you know, family moment, <laughs> whatever you can like, because because that's when I sort of look back on my time, I want to just, I want to make sure I remember times that I, that I really focus on the things that I, that are meaningful. That is so true. That is so true. So what, I know we talked about the horizon as far as with the podcast and having some new things pop up on there because we all love that. Um, personally, is there anything like, are you taking vacations? Like, or is anything on your horizon that you're looking forward to this year? And I think the world is opening up a little bit more. Um, I even said before we started recording that I'm looking to, you know, start traveling for business purposes soon. And, you know, that's actually fun for me. So is anything exciting coming up for you? Um, what's exciting coming up? Well, we have spring break coming up. Okay. I've been sort of obsessed for many years. This really good friend of mine took a road trip in Texas a bunch of years ago that I have just wanted to copy <laughs> forever <laughs> where she went to Marfa, Texas and she went to the Donald Observatory. And I remember as a little kid going to Carlsbad Caverns, which is mm. in New Mexico. But, and so, and so I am taking my family on a road trip to Texas that I've been thinking about for a while that I'm super excited about. Listen, I'm on team road trip. I think we're going to do the same, maybe not to Texas. We actually will stop in Texas because we have friends there, but Road tripping for me is like a big thing. We took a lot of road trips as a kid. Um, my grandfather had like this 15 passenger van and we would just pile everybody that could fit in there. And then all the other cars would, you know, caravan after that. And we would just pile up and just take these trips for 12, 13, 14 hours, like breaks here and there. But yeah, I love 
being in a car for like long periods of time, which is weird, but I do. It's so fun. You know, my kids will be trapped in the car with us. It'll be awesome. <laughs> oh yes. Play some music, put on a podcast on good pods, whatever the case may be. Exactly. We're going to get our good pods cue already before we get in that car. Yes. Cause I actually love to make playlists. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what I do. Um, is there any podcast that you like that stick out to you that you just really enjoy? Well, I, I mean, I'm, I, this is not going to be maybe so widely listened to right now, depending on the audience, but I have really gone down the crypto rabbit hole over here. Okay. And so, um, and, and, and climate change, um, podcast. And so I've been listening to this podcast called Forefront a lot recently and one called Bankless and, and one called My Climate Journey. I mean, these are also very specific. <laughs> so but, you see, uh, that's why you should probably make one for crypto for a good pause. Maybe there's another, there's a couple other people that want to listen to that as well. Cause that's a big thing. Oh right yeah. Now. Well, yeah. Just follow me on good pause and you will, you will be seeing a lot of stuff about crypto right now, but you know, I go through phase, right. And so then I listen to all kinds of things and I'll go through a true crime phase and I'll mm -hmm. go anyhow. So I'm always on true crime. It's just, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. Well, it's I love like it. mindless. It's it's mindless fun. <laughs> so I enjoy that. Well, JJ, honestly, we are so grateful for having you on here. And again, for starting Good Pods. And I personally want to say thank you because again, you put me in contact with amazing woman, Christina Barcy, who literally took me underneath her wings and helped me start my podcast. And you are just instrumental and so I'm grateful I'm so grateful that I took that chance just to say and I and and the question if anybody's wondering I think I blogged about this before as well the question that I asked was you know that if you are starting a podcast um, app you know what are some of your podcasters like how did they get started and it was simply just asking and from there I learned the equipment that I needed I learned it I learned everything that I needed to get and it wasn't expensive I was able to do so and so I'm grateful Oh, that makes me so happy. You have no idea. No idea. So thank you for everything you brought in my life too. And it's so good to talk to you. Awesome. Thank you as always for joining me. And I know that even in the deepest or joyful conversations, that there's something we can learn and apply. Until next time, I hope that you are doing better. If not, we will be back to talk some more and handle it. Peace to you and yours. Stay grounded.